two, one. Perfect. The three was perfect. It almost always is for some reason. I'm slow at first and then too fast towards the end, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, yes, you're a ter- terrible lover. That's what you're saying. Yes, hey I man, know. You ain't got to be good. You just got to know what that person wants. On an average, probably not good. I'll admit that. But with my specific scenario, I never had to learn the skills. It's like it's like if, if, if you're cooking dinner for a specific person every night and you know that they like chicken tenders and fries. So you just cook chicken tenders and fries every night. And they're like, this is awesome. This is this is all I want to eat. So, I mean, sure, there's other things out there that may be good, but why would I? This is great. You know what I'm saying? No, I mean, you're, you're finding an excuse to not be sexually adventurous. No, we've been over this, okay? <laughs> I'm adventurous. Are I you, though? I just have... It's like, it's, like, it's like someone who really wants to ski from the top of a mountain, but you only <laughs> give them what's available in New York, so you're like, I know what you want, but unfortunately this is what you got and you're like i'll do what i can i guess i mean it's better than nothing right um which is true uh all right welcome back to this week's edition of men of the machine i am kevin i'm pat and this week we are doing a super special super wonderful super corny everyone does it christmas episode we should do a christmas episode in july and really just like stand out from the pack you know that would be fucking pointless what would be the point of that i don't i don't watch christmas shit in july i'm sure you've watched die hard in july at some point in your life i don't think i have (laughs) i'm sure there's something on your list gremlins you've probably watched gremlins before i mean usually i watch it at christmas i don't i mean i i watch live free or die hard in july that's gonna count it july 4th nope count it it's part of the franchise it's just a christmas franchise no, it's not. The I, first two are Christmas. I, the fourth one is uh, is Fourth of July. I don't think the, the fifth is connected to anything. I know the third isn't. Well, we don't talk about the fifth one. That's uh, right. All right. So what we're gonna do is talk about Christmas made-for-TV Christmas specials. Uh, or just Christmas episodes is also what I was just talking about before. Christmas like, episodes as well. I've got. So what I did was I found... Basically, Kevin's going to talk about The Office. <laughs> no, no, so that is the biggest contribution I have. But I did also find um, two separate... I know you don't really like when things list things, but I found two separate lists of uh, top X amount, like the one's top 100, and I think the other's, like, top... It's just best of all time, and it just kind of links them through. So the one is specifically TV episodes, you know, like, um, I won't give you number one. I'll start. Let's just go up to number 10 and just give you that one. Number 10 is uh, Mr. Bean's Merry Christmas, Mr. Bean. Uh, and that one is only Christmas. But the other one has uh, things from, you know, how back in, like, the 60s and 70s they were they had all these big events like Charlie Brown's and the Little Drummer Boy and stuff like that. So the yeah. one has that stuff in it. The other one has sitcoms and TV shows and dramas that did Christmas episodes. We'll kind of talk through them both because there's some overlap, as I'm sure you would assume. I love you. You give me shit for like, but like whatever. Like your research is literally just looking at lists on the internet, which you do anyway. That doesn't count. It is most of what I do, but I brought up like roughly two dozen of them, sorted through which had real stuff and didn't, and found the two that I thought would fit our needs most accurately. I could just give you the ones that I that I enjoy. Well, we're uh, we're gonna. I want to see when they pop up. I do. I want to know which ones you watch because I. So for example, yesterday, um, it was uh, a. You watch The Office. Can I get there? So <laughs> we. Oh, also, I meant to ask you this: if you would be so kind uh, to turn your volume down in your headphones, because your mic 
actually picks me up through your headphones because there's a second echo. Um, so just, yeah, turn it down 20%, 30%, whatever. Uh, as long as you can hear me. Uh, I mean, it, it goes on its own, though. Like, I don't control it. Um, no, no. Like, literally, no. Oh, literally, like, the, the fucking, like, the thingy. Like, it'll start at a certain point, and it'll adjust as it wants to. For the recording? Yes. Yeah, yeah, no, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about specifically the uh, output to your headphones, like, your computer's main volume. Because your headphones oh, are loud enough that your mic picks it up. It's pretty impressive, actually, if you think about it, but not the point. Fine, turn it down 20%. Perfect. Uh, we'll see what that does, and hopefully it'll be good. It wasn't that big a deal, but you could definitely hear me twice. So... What I did, th- thank you for sticking through. Thank you for sticking through that conversation, everybody. <laughs> None of them stuck through. Um, you should, you should, you should eliminate that from the, from the <laughs> all podcast. Right, all right, I'll do it again. Uh, so what I did yesterday was it was kind of um, Saturday. There was a Christmas party for work that we went to. It was awesome, cool, whatever. And it was also our ten year anniversary, also cool. So we spent the day. We went and bought Christmas ornaments, went out to breakfast together, and then went to this work dinner, and then. Um, Navy work dinners are through the roof decked out. It was like the, it was 25 bucks a person. You got four free drink tickets, which alone is worth way more than 25 bucks. And then you got a full five course meal with hors d'oeuvres, appetizer, salad, whatever, main dish, uh, like this pasta in between, and then dessert. It was great. Uh, anyways, um, yesterday was our kind of like get the house ready because we're having a Christmas party on Sunday. And at, like, noon, we were like, okay, we're just going to watch Christmas things and, and have hot cocoa and, uh, you know, clean up and make everything look nice. It's already decorated, but, you know, make things look nice. And uh, we watched The Grinch, which, uh, uh, the Jim Carrey Grinch, which we'll talk about. And we watched The Holiday late at night. I actually fell asleep during that one. And, oh, sorry, you go. I mean, I feel like we talked about The Grinch last year when we did the Lucky Christmas True. I think we I think we went on quite a bit about that, but... uh throughout the day it was like what do you put on while you're not paying attention and i was like oh, i'll just go through and select all the christmas episodes of the office there's six of them five of them i think and uh it's just it, it was so good it's just they're all unique and wonderful and no two follow the same trope oh by the way that best christmas specials ever is only 15 of them so i'll let you be the judge of how shitty this list is or good or good um and yeah we watched the there's they're, they're all freaking awesome and one of them's actually on this list I don't know about the top 100, but actually on this list, which just helps me feel nice, you know? Everybody needs a win sometimes. I don't even know what you're talking about, but okay. Like, I can just tell you what mine are, and then you can somehow compare it to the list. I don't, I don't know how you want to do this. Uh, I, how, didn't know there was, how, I didn't know there was going to be a list involved. I'm sorry. How many do you watch? Uh, like, just I a mean, rough estimate. Don't count them all out in your head. I would say, like, a little bit less than a dozen. Probably, like, I don't know. Okay, that's maybe eight to ten. I don't know. That's not as much as I thought. Now let's start right here with the number ten of this one because I think it's going to be on yours, and I could be wrong, obviously. Uh, This was the overall specials, the X Files: How the Ghost Stole Christmas. I actually haven't seen the X Files since I was a kid. Like I used to love it when I was a kid, but like I think it basically when it started to get really popular is when I lost interest. Because it was like, I just, it, A, because it was just like... You grew out a big like, lumberjack thing. beard, wore a flannel, and drank espresso that you used in your fresh, French press. I mean, I was like a small child, so I really don't know that I could grow a beard. I don't know how quick fine. your facial hair kicked in. I knew some people in uh, like middle school who had beards. It was crazy. Well, that, they had some weird hormones in their milk. No, they um. did. He was he, legit. Dude was in Franny's brother's grade. That's the only reason I know him. Eighth grade had one of those like 
uh, uh, with duck dynasty beards. No joke. Like, <laughs> and it was disgusting. It, he didn't, it was all ratty and like stringy. Like it wasn't super full, but it was cheeks down, everything out. Now he's got like this big curled up beard, but oh my God, it was disgusting. And everyone thought he was like, oh, you graduated last year, right? No, I'm 14 years old. That was that, that was my impression of that guy. He, had, he probably had a lower voice than that, but I don't remember much. Fair, fair enough. Anyways, let me give. Enough. Do you remember this episode? I'm going to give you the quick synopsis. No. Okay, so this was in 1998. No idea where that was in its release. Do you know when that show? Okay, so it's just. I yeah. watched it when I was like 13, and that was when I was like 15. So I mean, I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, been. it was a little bit into it then. And the synopsis, real quick. Christmas Eve, Agent Scully reluctantly agrees to Agent Mulder's call to investigate a house in Maryland haunted by a couple who died in a murder-suicide pact because they wanted to spend eternity together. Classic trope, you know, you hear that all the time. While exploring the home separately, Scully and Mulder meet its inhabitants, Maurice and Lydia. Lydia turns the agents against each other, creating the illusion of Mulder shooting Scully and vice versa. Mulder and Scully make it to the front door, bust the deception and leave. That's not Christmassy, it's... Oh, oh, sorry, the last line. They exchange gifts at the end of the episode. Woo-hoo! Wow, what a, what a uptick in the whole Christmas vibe. You didn't even watch it, and you're saying, like, you're judging its Christmassiness. Like the, it, how Christmassy if is. they give me a full synopsis start to end with the spoiler, and they don't say something about candy canes in this it's not christmas <laughs> every 13 seconds there has to be something christmas here else it doesn't count exactly i'm like trump you gotta say my name every so often when it comes to this uh although the full episode is on hulu so i guess i can i guess i can do my research <gasps> this list is bullshit toss it out the window freaking santa claus is coming to town isn't even top 10 and that's my favorite chris well one of my favorite christmas fuck this thing uh, uh, number nine probably won't be on yours. The year without a Santa Claus, because it's not a TV episode. It's just a. It's one of those claymation uh, movies. Which, oh yeah, yeah. I, I haven't watched any of the claymation since I was small. That child, so that I one I think is the one with um the heat miser and the cold miser. That's the one I've never seen. Okay, because I didn't know what that fuck that was. I was actually just saying to Alyssa yesterday. Where it's like, um, I didn't know what that fuck that was till I moved here. People said my hair looked like that. What did the you have read? They kept calling me the heat miser. Okay, yeah, cause... you know, you see my hair go full force. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, and then so like, I was like, I don't know what the fuck that is, and they were like, you don't know, what the f-? and like, so like then uh, DiBiase like found like a bunch of different videos of it and like sent it to me. I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. But yeah, it's whatever. If it's if you like, <laughs> if you like, you know, Santa Claus come town and Rudolph and that type of Christmassy spirit with claymation, it is good. It's a good one. But I, 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 I could see why you would hold off. But number eight, I, just, I don't think yeah. you have seen, because you don't like sitcoms. Do you like 30 Rock? I have actually never... I, I, I've only seen the first episode of 30 Rock. Um, I'm sure I would like it, because, I mean, I like like sitcoms that aren't shitty laugh tracks. Yeah, this is like fucking, Tina like, Fey at her, at, yeah. at, her, at her high point. Which I'm not saying she's not on her high point, but you know what I mean. Yeah. No, I have no... It's not that I'm against... 30 Rock, I, I, I never actually watched it. I intended to after I watched uh, Parks and Rec, but I didn't get around to it. Oh, okay, I love Parks and Rec, too. Yeah, 30 Rock is called Ludicrousness. Great name. Love it. I'm not going to read the synopsis <laughs> if you haven't seen it. Number seven is The Simpsons, Simpsons Roasting on an Open Fire, 1989, like one of the old ones. I don't know, is that the... That, you want me to read the quick scene now? Is it? Go ahead. All right, Christmas for the Simpsons hits a snag when Homer finds out that he won't be getting a Christmas bonus, and what's been saved went towards paying for Bart's tattoo removal. I don't remember this at all. I kind of remember that one, <laughs> but yeah, no. Like it, for me, my favorite of the Simpsons Christmas episode ones 
was the one with Bone Storm. We're like, uh, Bart really wants Bone Storm, and uh, nobody will buy it for him, so he steals it, and that leads to like his family uh, like getting pissed at him and everything. This one is uh, puts all his money on long shot entry named. Oh, this is the one where they get Santa's, Santa's little helper on yeah. the racing. Yeah, yeah when he's one. Yeah. yep. Okay, that one's all right. I'm, I mean, you love Simpsons. I didn't watch Simpsons until I was already like. I think 16, and it was my friend's favorite show, so he's like, start watching this, and I was like, yeah, it's good, and it's probably better written, but it's not it's not doing it for me. Um, <laughs> it's not The Office. I know I haven't seen The Office yet, it's, but it's not The Office. <laughs> I'm getting... Actually, I think the first time I watched The Office, I was in, like, ninth grade, so it was right around then. Um, I remember my buddy, literally, I remember my buddy Colton... This is... This is I don't know why I remember this, because the show didn't have an impact on me until it hit Netflix streaming, and I decided to just check it out. Um, that was at the beginning of streaming. Anyways, he's like, yeah, it's this... Because this was before the Follow You Around cam, like, the mockumentary sitcoms were huge. And he's like, yeah, this is kind of... It's like the sh- the camera's kind of shaky, like a guy's holding it, and there's, like, interviews. I don't really, I don't know really how to explain it. I was like, I'm interested. And TBS was running their freaking... Uh, like four episodes in a row every night at eight o'clock. So I checked it out every now and again. Not that big into it, but we'll get there. Six is uh, Friends. You like you like Friends? No, I like the first five seasons of Friends. This would like... be I oh I think this yeah this is towards the end. It's uh the one with the holiday armadillo, because yeah, Ross's son uh is with him for Christmas and he can't get a Christmas. A holiday uh, what the f- santa claus that's his name come on you gotta help me out there uh santa claus get I didn't up know what the fuck you were talking about yeah but you like had a general idea that we're talking about christmas you gotta fill in the blanks here um okay. he can't get a santa claus costume so the all he can get is an ar- armadillo one so he tries to sell ben on the armadillo being a hanukkah mascot and then chandler shows up in santa's costume and hilarity ensues I bet. Yeah, I've had the same discussion with a lot of friends at work. Like, I was talking with my buddy today about why I don't like friends. And it's it all is just with every sitcom does it. You, you know, characters kind of fall into their specific characteristics a little too far. Like, The Office does it, obviously, a ton. They turn Kevin... They do the same thing to what they did to Joey. They turn him too dumb. They turn Kevin Malone, oh, like, way too far. At first, he's kind of doofy, but charming. And, like, any, anyone's capable. I mean, hell, that's me, basically. But by the end of the show... The man can't tie his shoes, and it's just not believable anymore. It's it's just it's bad. It's just bad. Um, okay, uh, number five is a Benihana Christmas from The Office, which happens to be my favorite Christmas from The Office. Ah, that one or Moroccan Christmas because that one's funny too. Because Meredith sets her hair on fire. It's a whole thing. Uh, four, Frosty the Snowman, classic. Three, Rudolph Red-Nosed Reindeer, classic. Two, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Okay. And number one, which I completely disagree with. What? What? Look was the face. How is Grinch 2? Go ahead, but number one. Because of number one is everybody's fucking favorite thing in the world, Charlie Brown Christmas. I don't even care about Charlie Brown. Neither do I. Ah, but the 12... The rest of the ones up top make sense. Like, Arrested Development actually got number 15. Yeah, I was gonna say, Arrested Development's one of them, because I I just watched that the other day. The Astrid Delight episode, yeah. That's... Yep, that's what it's called. I, I, I want... I want to get in there to, to Arrested Development. I've tried a few times, it's, but it's... It's like if The Office was actually entertaining. Let's go, let's go. Um, <laughs> you know, The Office actually kept a contract, so let's talk about that another day, sir. It's fine. I do enjoy it. Um, I'm not going to act like it's not funny. Like, the moments... What's his name? You tell me. The Never Nude. 
<laughs> Tobias. Tobias. Tobias is my favorite character without a doubt. I absolutely love that character. But um, it's it's just it's British humor in an American style is what I feel like. It's so fucking dry while still giving you the slapstick stuff that it, it toes a weird line. And there's a reason why it has a cult following. It just doesn't do it for me. And maybe it will. I've never seen past like episode six or something when they burned down the banana stand. That was like the last episode I saw. So. I, there's always money in the banana stand. There's always money in the banana stand. Well, not anymore, there ain't. I, <laughs> I, I, I will. I will get around to it. But that list sucked. I hate that list. You freaking Charlie Brown, you piece of shit. Do you mean to throw out ones that I watched? Yes. Rather than do just going through lists? Well, I like finding out if they're your ones. Because I know you're going to say some Doctor Who ones, right? Actually, no. Even <gasps> I do love Doctor Who. Catch. The only one I would say is that the Christmas special that I put on there isn't even the, the Christmas ep- The reason I don't, I wouldn't put on my Christmas special like list is because it's a really good episode, but, like, I don't really... It, it, there's really no connection to Christmas to me, and also it makes me weep uncontrollably. But Don't uh, they all, like, really heavily hit you in the emotions, like all the Christmas specials? Well, no, but, like, the time of the Doctor is the one where uh, Matt Smith left. Uh, and so it's, like, it's, yeah, the last Matt Smith episode. And, like, it's funny, because, like, we, before David Tennant left, I was just, like... I, I, when David Tennant was leaving, I was, like, I was sad. And I was just, like... Fuck Matt Smith. I'll never like Matt Smith much <laughs> like David Tennant. And then like when David Tennant left, or sorry, when Matt Smith left, I was like inconsolable. It was just like, tell everybody. It was like what happened so to much. Justin when Jon Snow died in Game of Thrones. I still remember that. The man was hysterical. <laughs> like seriously, you would have thought Pat raped his grandma in front of him. He was that tore up. You know, I wasn't that insane. Yeah, no, I was just like, I was, I was upset, but I wasn't like. I mean, I knew like. I understand the difference between truth and fiction. I don't. So I wasn't like Matt Smith is really was really dead. So like, it's, whereas Justin treated like a member of his immediate family yeah. was actually murdered. Yeah. Oh my like, god. You I, this is this is a television show, right? <laughs> like I can do that with with TVs and and stuff like that. I can keep myself just like all right, TV show. That actor is doing something cool. When reading a book, I can't. I can't separate myself. So for example, judge me if you will. I got really into the Hunger Games. Uh, I like I, the, the first two Hunger Games books are awesome. Yeah, they're great. Uh, it was the, the third one is the mo- is really really boring. But the first one was the most boring to me, but not bad, not bad at all. It's just kind of like eh. the second one's my favorite, and then the third one's yeah. kind of uh, Mockingjay sucks. Is pushing it a little far. Um, I don't like Mockingjay at all. But the point remains: when I was reading that, I read all three books in like I, I don't know, like three or four days. It didn't take me long because I got you know I was reading all the time. When I got home, I sat on the couch, read. Went to the room, read before bed, woke up, took the book with me to work, hid away and didn't do my job and read, and then went home and did it again. And uh, when Finnick died in the third book, I was, I was, it was over for me. Like I, I came home and Franny's like, "What's why you, you, you seem, you seem down." I'm like, "I'm so down. <laughs> you have no idea." And she's like, "Oh, did someone get? Did someone die?" Because in the second book. Uh, when what? It's like the Marge, like the, the Simpsons meme that went viral. Where it's yeah. Like, what's wrong, honey? <laughs> is, is a book character having difficulty? Yeah. <laughs> that was, and it, it's happened to me with a few books. Um, but with that one in particular, I, I, it was weird. It was, I, I never felt that way, non real life before, and it just felt weird, and I was not happy with how I was reacting. Not the point. That's not what we're here to talk about. Uh, also right here in front of me so i'm gonna ask it because this is my buddy jake's favorite christmas episode ever is communities uh claymation I was one. Say, 
Yeah, Abed's Uncontrollable Christmas yep. is on the list. Uh, I also do, I also really like uh, the next year's one. The uh, I can't remember what the hell it's called, but it's the one where basically they make fun of Glee, and so like there's the that music one, one that, where like yeah. yeah. Where they do, where they have uh, Childish Gambino, or sorry, Don Glover just rapping, but not at all Childish Gambino. Is that the one where um, him and Abed have like a have like a a legitimate three minute long rap session? Yeah, it's not three minutes, I don't think, but yes, they yeah, they, it's like I think it's like a minute long. I yeah. I might get back into Community. I haven't watched that show in a real long time. Oh well. Uh, by the way, I don't know how much you follow them, but both of not both of these lists, this one in particular, has a lot of British shows. Christmas specials. Like, I've never heard of, for example, Porridge. Apparently it's a comedy in, in Britain back in, like, the 70s, and everyone's like, this is great. Uh, <laughs> I was not alive, so yeah, I have no idea. Black Adder is... is oh, a... yeah, Black Adder is awesome. Okay. Black Adder, I think it's funny, is, like, I was uh, coerced into watching uh, Love Actually last night, Good and, movie. like, the whole reason I was down was because the guy who created Black Adder and the guy who uh, created Mr. Bean was the guy who wrote and directed Love Actually. So I was oh, like... Oh, I did not know I'm that. I'm intrigued. <laughs> it's a good movie. But yeah. Yes, it is. Yes, it's, it's a good movie. It's funny. I still get... Not weirded out, but I'm still like caught off guard every time they do like the softcore porn scenes, and you're just like, what? 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 <laughs> <laughs> this is a rom-com. Snape is right there. Rick Grimes is, is in love. What is happening? And fucking... What's that actor's name? I love that guy. Uh, she, whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. Rick Grimes is in love... With um, fuck, uh, Baron Wardo's wife, who is Elizabeth Swan. <laughs> yes, so it's like just one nerdy love triangle. <laughs> yes, uh, it it makes no sense. But what's that? The British guy who plays uh, Bilbo. The British guy who plays Bilbo Baggins uh, in The Hobbit. <laughs> Martin Freeman. Yeah, Martin Freeman. He's getting a blowjob and just talking about. I don't remember what he's conversing about. He's not really getting a blowjob. No, he's no, he's miming. Yes, a it's fake. But like the way they're doing it is just. It, it makes me feel weird. I don't know how to feel when I'm watching that movie. Franny loves that movie. It's it's good. She prefers The Holiday is our favorite Christmas movie to watch. It's so good. It's so good. No, it's not, but that's fine. What? It's... I'm gonna... I'm you. It's great. Um, <laughs> it's not, but that's fine. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. No one cares about that one. Psh, psh. I don't like that show. I don't have a problem with that I don't that dislike show. it, but I will say, the one thing I've ever agreed with Brian fucking Barry, the piece of shit, the one thing I've ever, he's ever said that I ever agreed with was that you watch that for long enough, it'll start to wear on you, and that is true. I watched like, the first like three seasons of it on Netflix, and it was like by like season four... Like, whenever basically they introduced like, Fat Mac... I kind of realized, dude, I got to the point where I'm just like, I can't watch this anymore, yeah. dude. Like, this is actually starting to, like, bother me. Like, it's like, I was just that's like, a, like, watch it as if it was... A- watch four or five episodes, sure, laugh, good, fun. Don't touch it again for, like, three months. Four or five episodes, laugh, fun. Don't touch it again for, like, three months. It, it's, it never changes. No offense towards the show. I mean, if you like it, cool. But it, it never grows in any way. And maybe that's the, the thing of it. They're going for a cartoonist. Like, The Simpsons is technically always the same family, and nothing ever changes in that respect. But I don't know. I don't get it. Um, this one here is the Simpsons, Simpsons roasting on an open fire. Is that the one I already talked about? Yes, it is. Oh, screw that. X-Files one made it on this again. Wow. Oh, do you watch those shitty hospital shows like ER? Okay, cause, I mean, I did back in the day when I was a kid. Yeah. I don't like any of them except Scrubs, but that's not in the same ballpark. I don't like Scrubs. So I love Scrubs, and the very first, the whole first season of Scrubs is 
weirdly dark. My buddy Jake was talking to me about this today. Like, makes no sense for what the show becomes. It's, uh, But the very first Christmas episode is super heavy. Like, they're not sure about being doctors and where they want to end up. And Turk is losing faith. And then he follows just him and his girlfriend's like, dude, no, Turk, it's going to be fine. And then he follows this light in the sky and finds a pregnant woman giving birth in a field and he's just like oh god exists and it's so weird it's it i don't understand it but the show lightens up after that but that christmas episode i'm not a huge fan of i have no interest in scripts so i don't oh, to say about man, that i, I can it. just tell you the ones that i watched but that's yeah no uh honorable mention for me even though we're not doing a list so there's no reason to have an honorable mention we're just talking and i'm reading Futurama's anytime the Santa Claus robot comes back to murder them all, I freaking absolutely love it. I don't really remember Futurama so well. I haven't watched it. Oh long yeah, that's that's up there for some of my favorite animated shows. But question: Is David X Cohen one of the Cohen brothers? No. Oh, okay. They don't even spell their name the same way. Cohen, like Cohen Brothers, is C O E N, and then uh, that guy is C O H E N. Ah, <laughs> slips the H in there. All right. All that's right. actually what happened with. Uh, that's actually how um, Bill Murray got suckered into playing Garfield. Was <laughs> it was being? Uh, I think it was written by or directed by. It was like Joel Cohen, uh-huh. but it was C O H E N. But he didn't know the difference. He's like, "Oh my god, what are the Cohen brothers doing this? Like, holy shit, I definitely got to do this." And he had signed on before he realized that what it was actually was like, well, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Who, what, like the cartoon Garfield? No, the fucking. Oh, movies. the animated movie. I never they're watched not animated. it. They're 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 live action films with a well, CGI cast. Yeah, with CGI. I never even watched those because I just didn't. I didn't. Well, I couldn't. I was like, no. I never knew Bill Murray was a voice. I probably would have watched it if you had told me that. Um, King of the Hill. Pretty pretty dresses. You're- you're just blue balling me on like the ones that I actually watch. We're gonna get going there. Through a bunch of random ones I don't give a shit about. I want them to pop up. You don't like King of the Hill? I don't care about King of the Hill. Like, it's not, I have no yeah. problem with it, but it's just like I don't really. It's care fine. Oh, maybe this might be on yours. The West Wing. No. Wow. Okay. I, that seems like a show you would like. I see Aaron Sorkin's name here. Don't don't. No, you? I mean I like Aaron Sorkin. I've actually always meant to watch more West Wing, but I've only watched like the first like. I don't even think I watched the whole first season. I think I watched like. Is, three or four episodes is of that Rob season. Lowe is Rob Lowe in West Wing yes Rob Lowe's in West Wing yes oh I love Rob Lowe oh is that is that that uh, Sheen is that that Sheen guy yes Martin Sheen oh yeah. god maybe I'll watch West Wing <laughs> British show British office British office Mary Tyler Moore no one cares about hey Arnold no you don't yeah I actually have ta- talked about this with a bunch of friends at work because we like to play the Mount Rushmore game uh, at work where you say your top four of whatever um I don't like that generation of Nickelodeon shows like at all like that Rocket Power Cat Dog Ariel Monster well Ariel Monsters is cool I but say, everything fuck else you. Ariel is Monsters trash. is awesome <laughs> it's 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 cool I'll give it cool but that whole generation of Nick, I'm I'm good without. I'm if if we're talking that time, I'm going Cartoon Network all the way. Courage the Cowardly Dog, Dexter's Laboratory, Ed and Eddie, that stuff. I know you were I you were already an, a full grown man at that point, so no, it wasn't I was not the same. A full yeah, you man, you, you had a full me. job. I understand that you had kids to feed, but us chi- us mean? children, us youths, were watching Ed and Eddie and loving it. Oh, uh, God, you're a jackass. And then number one, before we move into what you've got, is Frasier, Miracle on 3rd or 4th Street. <laughs> that's a clever That's a clever title. What? Frasier's, like, historically known as one of the better sitcoms. 
Yeah, okay. Saying one of the better sitcoms, like saying, like, the smartest retarded guy. No, like... it's not at all. <laughs> sitcoms are good. Not all. No, well, sitcoms are some pretty sitcoms awful across the board. I disagree. There's exceptions to the rule, but of course. the fucking rules that sitcoms are awful. No, wait, that's not a rule. That's your rule, but not the rule. That's the rule. It's your rule. Uh, so that's, yeah, I was, I thought some of them would be on there. Boy, was I wrong. So while you're talking, I'm just going to look through and see what I can match up. But you, now give me one. Give me, start, start with a big one. Shebang. Uh, I mean, I already said the community ones. Yes. Great. Um, the Veronica Mars Christmas special. Never, uh, I don't I even know what that is. You've never seen Veronica Mars? I know they crowdsourced a movie or something, and that's all I got. Dear God, man, it's excellent. You need to, you really need to watch fucking Veronica Mars. It's fantastic. At least the first season. Like, okay, if, so it's if, a like, show. If you don't like it past, yeah. Okay. If you don't like it past the first season, that's fine. How many but... seasons are there? Three in the movie. Okay, that's not that crazy, I guess. But is, is it? <laughs> they were intending to make more. It's just that, like, the CW just were like, yeah, okay. I mean, it's a great show, but we can't justify keep spending money on something that nobody but like four people watch. So. That's fair. And then it was like, so then it kind of died for a while, and then uh, Rob Thomas is like, well, I still want to do something with this, so like, let's try a Kickstarter and see if we can make a movie, and then the Kickstarter did it in 12 hours. So yeah, it was the like, Kickstarter Okay, was so there is interest in this. Uh, this one's got to be on your list. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, it's, is it Pangs? No, it's Amends. Amends, sorry, yeah. Um, it's not on my list, but I don't dislike it. It's just like... It's I, I I like obviously everything Buffy that ever did, but it's just like Fair. Amends is more about that season especially and like those characters and like really about Christmas to me. Like it's just kind of like it's about because it was like right I think it's like right after Angel came back, um, and basically it was basically kind of the whole reconciling like the different because basically there was Angelus and there was Angel. What the fuck did you just do with your eyes? There, I'm just scrolling through the list while you're chatting to, to start matching stuff up and see if it's here. And uh, an image of the snowmen from Doctor Who popped up. I never knew that's what that... I've seen them before. I didn't know that's what they were from, though. Oh, boy. That's spooky. Um, But, yeah, no. And, like, uh, I actually just met it earlier. I had to go try to track it down. Because I fucking hate the way streaming services work now. Where basically, it's like... Things just vanish and they don't like they don't either show up on like something else or they get renewed or all this bullshit. True. Um, but like the uh, Christmas episode of Justice League from the first season, I think it was like Christmas with the Flash or something. <laughs> Sold. Uh, that's that's a cool one because uh, basically it's it's the A story is basically Flash and Ultra Humanites and like this like little doll that like all the kids in the orphanage want and Flash is trying to get for them. The B story is. Uh, Superman brings Martian Manhunter to uh, Kansas, to Smallville, to have Christmas with his family. So basically it's like the alien bringing the alien to Christmas in America. <laughs> the American Christmas. I can dig that. That sounds kind of neat, I guess. It's really cool. And then, um, let me think. Um, I actually just watched uh, the Tales from the Crypt episode from season two, uh, and all through the house. Directed by Robert freaking Zemeckis. Yeah, Robert. Back to the Future. Robert goddamn Zemeckis, as I like to call him. And your, your beloved fucking Forrest Gump. God, I love like, Forrest Gump. I know you do, and it's a piece of shit, but there you go. Yeah. Um, I mean, how many Oscars do you have, so? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just asking. I, I don't know. I'm just saying. Well, I think the thing that was funny, at the beginning of Disaster Artist, they actually made a really good point that I thought was actually really good, where he's like, and actually, Adam Scott was totally wrong, because it's been, it's been like 15 years the rooms existed. He's like, movie's like 10 years old, 
and we're still we're still talking about it. Like I'm not talking about the movie that came out that won Best Picture ten years ago. Like I don't even I don't know what the fuck that even I, is. Yeah, I have and no I idea like, what movie that is at yeah, all. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Like, that's that's impressive. Um, but yeah, like that's a good one. Um, Veronica Mars and Echo and Eccles Family Christmas. Yes. Um, trying to think. I have got so many good ones right here. Okay, fine. Go ahead, name some. <laughs> well, while I try to think of it. Well, uh, just so you uh, have you ever this one popped up, but I've never seen the show. But it seems like something you would have checked out. Curb your enthusiasm. Uh, I actually always wanted to, but I have not. Okay, because um, I do want yeah. to watch that show eventually. Because Seinfeld is obviously great, and yes, I just yes. have never even uh, just apathy. It's mostly just apathy. Actually, in fairness, the Seinfeld special, the Festivus episode, that's a really good one. Uh, I was just reminded. Uh, the Supernatural Christmas special. Very Supernatural Christmas. I, won, I think the first one I watched. I don't know why it took me so long to remember that, but yes. I have uh, never watched a full episode of Supernatural in my life. You should, because it's good. At least watch that one. I mean, I guess that one might be weird out of context, because, like, there's a lot of it's attached to continuity. So, like... Supernatural, a very Supernatural Christmas. Boom. Popped yeah. right up. What are the yep. chances? <laughs> um, but, yeah. I mean because yeah you can go ahead because i'm trying to think of stuff a lot of these i've never he- heard of which is it just oh everybody loves raymond everybody's heard of that uh everybody loves raymond was a great show what next you're gonna tell me king of queens was bad huh is that what you're gonna say i don't say? care about sitcoms it's not bad but i think the problem is i'm up in the 80s now and that's why i'm not recognizing any of these but it's going far reaches i mean it's got rugrats on here saved by the bell a home for christmas parts one and two yeah i do love those episodes actually like those are really good ones freaking great episodes uh it had fresh yes. prince of bel-air on here i don't remember what that was called um it's 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 sitcoms and british shows oh keenan and kel merry Cre- christmas keenan hell yeah <laughs> i generally would stay tales from the crypt wow that just popped up and i can finally read what that's about i generally stay away from tv episodes that are christmas themed not like oh, i don't watch them they're shitty and i skip them but like I'm not going to seek them out. I'd rather watch the made-for-TV stuff, like the Santa Claus Coming to Town, the Grinch, all that. Kind yes, of. the Rankin Bass shit, yes. Is that what that's called? The Rankin Bass was a company that put out all the claymation shit, yeah. Also, what is Frank Capra? Is that his name? Frank Capra? Capra. My guy at work was judging me for having not seen, like, Miracle on 34th Street or something, and I was like, yeah, well... It's not Miracle on 34th Street, you incredible jackass. What is it? It's fucking... It's a wonderful life. Yeah, even worse. You I actually hadn't seen that all the way through until two years ago, three years ago. I know my grandfather was still alive, um, so I think it was like three years ago. Because um, like I never really cared, but um, cause, I mean, I, at this point, it's like I watch enough stuff where basically you're getting in some of my TV episodes, you're basically getting either like Christmas Carol or like It's a Wonderful Life anyway. Because that's how they adapt them. Yeah, just like. Um, so basically, I always got into Wonderful Life from either uh, I got there was an American with Children episode that did it, and there was a, a Beavis and Butthead episode that did it. <laughs> so like, I was aware of like the like the story and the structure, but I hadn't actually seen it until a couple of years ago. I mean, it's fine. It's nothing. I, I I haven't added it to like my like list of well, Christmas films or anything. I had fine. I had lots of talks with a guy at work. His name's Warren. He's like sixty four or something like that. He's old. Um, he uh. 
is insistent on certain... He's very Patrick-esque when I'm like, this movie's good, and he's like, was it from the 40s? Fuck that movie. Kind of like your sitcom stance, you know? It's very very Patrick sitcom stancey. And we're talking about our favorite, like, period of movies, uh, or period of time that movies came from, because I told him that quote that you shared on Facebook that one time about audiences sucking, not the movies, or something like that. I can't remember exactly. I pulled it up when I was showing him it. Anyways... Uh, he he he's was going on and on about how the 30s, 40s, and 50s brought the best movies we'll ever see in our entire time ever. And I was like, okay, that's cool. And he's like, if you look at what these people were able to do without any of the fancy stuff they got now. And I was like, okay, that's cool, that's cool. Uh, and one of them was faint. I went on. I, t- I think I said my favorite uh, moment for movies would be the 70s to 80s. Um, with all of the mostly horror movies that had... So, like, I love a lot of movies, obviously, but ones that I will never be able to forget even when I have Alzheimer's and dementia and I can't remember who my wife's name is, I'll still be scared of fucking Bruce of Jaws. That's not going to go away. So, like, 70s to 80s as far as was mine. But the point remains that he was, like, super insistent, uh, especially with Christmas coming up, that I watched these Frank Capra movies. There's, like, three Christmas movies he's made. Uh, I don't, I mean, I know Frank Capra made, I mean, I, I've seen many Frank Capra films, I don't fucking remember, other than It's a Wonderful Life, what's specifically Christmas. Yeah, well, I'm not, I'm, I don't, I'm not, I'm not buying. I mean, Mr. Smith Goes to Washington is Frank Capra, but I don't remember it having anything to do with Christmas. Mr. Smith? Um, like Kevin Smith? Yeah, exactly. Oh, it was okay. long before Kevin Smith was born, but yeah, it was totally It's a very common name, you never know. I have an uncle Kevin Smith, that's who I'm named after. Although his middle name's Wayne, so it's a little different. I got stuck with frickin' Austin. Couldn't even give me my... You love Austin! <laughs> yeah, but I like Wayne better. Also, my father's name and middle name is Clark, so I should have been named Clark Wayne Mills, and that would have been so gangster. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, we'd be best friends even more. <laughs> it would be great. <laughs> Do you know anyone um... named Clark? No. Boom! Checkmate. I'd be the first Superman. I mean, I know Clark life. Griswold of of the Vacation films. Oh, I don't know those movies. Yes, you do. You don't, you don't know Christmas Vacation? I don't watch it. I've never seen it. I'm not. It's fucking weird. I dude. just know he gets he falls off the roof. That's all I got. You should watch Christmas Vacation. I think you would like it. But do I have time? I'm too busy watching Nightmare Before Christmas over and over again. I, I just it's a tight schedule. It's real tight, man. You're a sick son of a bitch. Not denying that. (laughs) But no, like, I don't know. It's like, there are various things, like, I watch every... There's also things I, like, forget about and ended up watching, like... Like, I've been kind of... I've been trying to, like, download stuff since all my shit's packed up, but, like, things I watch every year, like, Supernatural, Veronica Mars, um... Like, the uh, Justice League one, the Tales from the Crypt one, like, whatever. But, yeah, like... But I still think it's weird that Tales from the Crypt isn't on HBO Go, because I'm just like, it's an HBO show. Like, why the fuck don't they, like, do, like, what Netflix does, where things are on there forever? Why are you laughing? So I was going to segue into where we're going here uh, with uh, streaming and stuff like that. Did you see what Netflix recently tweeted out? They The, the Christmas Prince thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to the 53 people who've watched A Christmas Prince every day for the past 18 days, who hurt you? It's, <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> How, who would watch that movie that often? It's not a good movie. 
Oh my god. I couldn't god. tell you. I haven't watched it at all, so I couldn't tell you. Wow. That's that's wonderful. Because it's, it's funny, this whole uh, article is just uh, talking up how they never give out statistics on anything. They're just like, yeah, uh, Daredevil's doing really good, and uh, people watch Orange is the New Black, and uh, that's all they'll say. They'll never be like, you know, yeah. this amount of streams. So that's just, it's just funny to see them actually giving you anything, even if it's as dumb as the fact that 53 people have watched it every day for 18 days. Ugh. That is really sad. But yeah, I mean, in fairness, though, I wouldn't be surprised if there were people who watch fucking Nightmare for Christmas every day. Like... Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I, I cannot recall a time since I moved to Connecticut that I have not at least played an episode of The Office on my on my Netflix account. And I mean that with 90% confidence that it's true. That I've every single day, aside me not being at home, Netflix gets turned on and The Office goes on. So I, I you know, you, it's just what I do. If it ever comes up that you're a serial killer, I'll be like, yeah, he definitely had the habit thing down. <laughs> yeah, like he called himself the Scranton Strangler. It made no sense. It was this whole crazy thing. Um, um, I, I yeah, love no, that like show. I mean, I, I, there's nothing that I like enough to watch it every fucking day. Like, I mean, there's even, like, well, I've been watching my Christmas movie thing. There's a couple things I've watched more than once. Like, I watched, I think, Scrooge twice. And, like, Which Scrooge? Some... Scrooge. There's only one Scrooge. Oh. Okay. That's the Bill Murray one? Yes. Okay. Okay. I'm figuring out. I think my favorite of all of those terrible Scrooged movies is, uh... There's not... There's only one Scrooged. My point stands. Uh, is, uh, the Muppet it's one. The Christmas Carol. Christmas Carol is the story. Okay. Scrooge is one telling of the story yeah. with Bill Murray, okay. directed by Richard Donner. Okay, it's probably just as bad as the rest of them. Not a fan of that story. That's not a that story doesn't get me in the Christmas mood at all. Didn't do it for me. Well, whatever. Nobody fucking asked, did they? I, the whole point of this entire podcast <laughs> today is to ask this question. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, like. Mostly, I don't. Yeah, because I've been trying to get through, and I'm almost through everything. I only have left like Black Christmas, Silent Night, Deadly Night, okay, uh, okay, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, okay, okay, and uh, Bad Santa. I um, Bad Santa, you like that? I th- honestly, I'm not. You know, it's it's people like that movie, but I'm very surprised that that's one of your movies. I don't hey, know why it just hey, doesn't. You, you know, you know, you know who wrote uh, Bad Santa? Oh, that's right. The actual Cohen brothers. <laughs> remember, remember when I said that thing in the group chat that if you like something enough, you'll make excuses. You're just like they wrote it. No, it's, it's great. It's really it, no, it's legitimately good. Like it's every look it's at every very, review of it. It's, it's very surprising to me that it's on your list as well. Like I would have never guessed that like a crass comedy about Santa would have been up your alley. I would have been like, no, it's Patrick. Not about Santa. It's about a fucking thief who happens to dress up as Santa. Exactly. About Santa. Joints. Yeah, it's about Santa. It's not about Santa. It's just, it's, it's weird. It's weird to me. I just don't, I don't see it, is all I'm saying. And I did it as part of our fucking, like, with our first episode where I listed them. That was a year ago. You now. think I would remember that? Ah, Patrick, I change day to day, okay? You know that. I'm ever evolving. I'm a Pikachu. That's a way to I'm, put it. I'm a Pokemon with uh, ever-changing forms. I'm like that. Uh, Stormcast is his name. Depending on the weather, he's a different form of himself. That's me. How you doing? That's 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 weird. It's a weird thing for you to say. Yeah, I'm okay with it. I like it. Reduce, reuse, yeah, and no, recycle. Like... Uh, let's uh go into playing our games. Whoop whoop. Okay. Whoop whoop. It's time to play the game. Time to play the game! 
Let's start with who's who. Uh, first one's not Christmas related at all. Next two are. Who's? Oh, oh, but no, we have to have a fucking Christmas music. And I all think this bullshit, two out of so. three is a pretty <laughs> successful pairing. Okay, uh, Johnny Bravo and Butthead. They're what b- the fuck does that even mean? They're basically like, the same character for two different cartoons. They both are into ladies, and ladies aren't into them, and they're oblivious to the everything going on. But. There is distinctive differences that I'm going to see if you are going to point us in. In fairness, I've only, like, I have the vaguest possible, like, knowledge of Johnny Bravo. Ah, damn, that's right. I forgot kids in, in, you know, bills to pay and stuff by the time I was watching it. You're right, you're right. Okay, so just, I guess, picking, you only have one option then because you only know one of them. I'm going to be Johnny Bravo and you're going to be Butthead. No! You're Butthead and I'm Johnny Bravo. <laughs> nope, I'm sorry. You asked me the question. I, say I that, answered the question, I say sir. that for one major reason. So, like I said, they're both just into ladies and ladies aren't into them. Okay, cool. They're both dumb but not stupid. All right? Does that make sense? Like, they make stupid decisions, but they know what they're trying to do. Whereas, like, a stupid person is just, just downright they're not understanding the situation. So, Butthead, though is at least the leader of the pack, whereas Johnny Bravo is just oblivious to his surroundings and if people like him or not. So in a situation where you are paired with someone, you will try to be the kind of more uh, voice of reason as opposed to just kind of rolling with the punches. You're not a very rolling with the punches guy, whereas Johnny Bravo is a very rolling with the punches guy. So that's why I say I'm Johnny, your butthead. Sure, that makes you happy, buddy. <laughs> that makes me a little bit happy. I'd rather be Beavis out of all of them because he doesn't care about nothing. <laughs> My favorite Beavis and Butthead moment of all time is when they're in charge of a dog, and you know how they break into breaking the law all the time. Well, they shove the dog in the washing machine and go washing the dog, washing the dog, with their <laughs> and I I lost my face. Not the point. Who is who? Heat miser and cold miser. I, again, have not seen the fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, but it's, but come on, we know who's who. I, I've been repeatedly told I'm Heat Miser because of the fucking hair. You're so. definitely Heat Miser. Looks alone sets us into those two realms. I don't know what the fucking Cold Miser even looks like. Well, you don't need to. Everyone on here knows. And that's all that matters. Uh, and then okay. the Heat he- Miser is obviously hot-headed, and the Cold Miser is more like... Well, I mean, you're both of them when it comes down to personalities. You're an angry, cynical guy. Uh, but that's not the point. Uh, you're more heat miser. There was a point. There's always a point. Final one. Who's who? The Grinch and Burger Meister Meister Burger. From Santa Claus is coming to town. Chris Kringle. Vaguely remember that. Okay, well here's what you need to know since you're obviously the Grinch. Uh, (laughs) they're they're both mean people that get redemption in the end who just want to one just wants to be left alone and terrorize everyone which is kind of an oxymoron but whatever the other one is like the mayor of the town kind of and he didn't get to play with toys growing up so no one gets to play with toys so i guess you're kind of both of them how am i both of them i don't what i'm clearly the grinch in that scenario if if uh when we work together if a treat came up and you didn't get your hands on it before everyone else did, you were very, if I can't have it, no one can have it. And that's why I'm saying, I'm not saying you're like that in every facet of light, life. I'm just saying I've seen specific flashes in the pan. But yes, you are also the Grinch. I'm not denying that either. 
I mean, I just, I grew up wanting to be a mobster, and a mobster gets his beak wet, Kevin, all right? It's, Jesus. It's true. He's, so then you're the Burgermeister. The Burgermeister is like the kingpin of the town. I'm clearly the Grinch. You already said I was No, yeah, the I'm saying that because I'm not the Grinch, like, in any way. <laughs> so there you but, go. Then you you're know. that. Then you're the whatever Meister. Burgermeister, Meister Burger. Sure. Uh, sure, I don't give a shit. You should watch that. It's my favorite Christmas thing ever. Uh, <laughs> Santa Claus is coming to town. All right, who? But yeah, no. All right, so we didn't do about the Grinch before. I will say, oh, like yeah. the, the, the original. I actually was saying the other day because I was watching the Jim Carrey one, and I like the Jim Carrey one. Don't get me wrong, but like I do, I think that like the uh, the original one, like the original special, like the with Karloff's voicing and everything. Oh yeah, that one's is all killer, no filler. Yes. And like, it's like 30 minutes so in, long of just like, we're giving you exactly what was on the paper. Exactly. And like that, so I do, that is preferred. Like, I, I like the carry one. I do watch the carry one at Christmas. That is what I've heard of my list. Yeah. But like, if I was, if you were just like, you can only watch one, I would definitely pick the cartoon just because like, it's all killer, no filler, and it's sweet, sweet Boris Karloff. Uh, it depends on what I'm doing that day. If I'm putting it on to watch it when I'm ready, like, you know, like, I'm making hot cocoa and I'm doing presents and stuff like that. It's gonna be the Jim Carrey one because I just like look yeah. up and it's okay, like, just, oh, quotable line. Okay, back to what I'm yeah. doing. So yeah, exactly. You can miss big chunks of it. It won't yeah, matter. Yeah, but if it's like they just built a weird story about commercialism around the Grinch. Yep. I mean, they've done that a few times, like with the fucking uh, um, what's that little orange guy, the little fuzzy orange Dr. Seuss character, Lorax. They did that with the yeah. Lorax. So. Um, but if I'm like, hey, let's put on a Christmas movie and sit on the couch with blankets, it's like, okay, I'll watch the original Grinch. Uh, all right, let's move into who would win in a fight. I'm just going to roll down the list so there's no rhyme or reason to these. You know how I like to pick, like, really strong guys in street level, whatever. Who would win in a you're fight? Not doing, you're not doing a Christmas one? You're not doing I, Christmas I don't have any Christmas ones because I don't want to make Santa Claus fight anyone. But it's everything be Christmas vacation. It's very important that everything has to be Christmas-themed. It has to... Even the music has to be Christmas-themed. Well, it that's the biggest part. The that is what lets people know what's coming. The minute you hear those jingle bells, the minute you hear them, you're like, oh, Santa sleigh. Okay, I'm getting into something Christmassy. I'm just... I'm just that doesn't it's, even... it's true. It's fact. Fact of life. I actually it's did not, the research. Uh, Harvard. Yes, Harvard, Harvard did an extensive study, uh, and it, in no. fact, sleigh bells ring, and people were listening. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, who would win in a fight? Spider Gwen versus Spider Girl. Uh, that's I mean, that. I mean, Spider Gwen is basically like it's basically actual. I mean, cause Spider Girl is Peter Parker's daughter. Okay. But, like, Spider-Gwen is basically, like, if Peter Parker didn't exist, so, like... Oh, uh, so is it more imp- important to have that co- sort of mentor, or do you become stronger no, through your own self? I think, th- yeah, I think it's I think it's basically something where you kind of have to, like, in order to be the best possible spider person, you have to be, like, without the benefit of experience, you just kind of have to, like, learn to use your powers and then work on instinct. Okay. So I would say Spider-Gwen, personally. Okay, Spider- she looks better. She's got the better costume. I like that costume a oh, lot. Yes. But, uh, no, no, yeah, but I like Spider-Girl too, but yeah. All right, uh, who would win in a fight? The Beast versus the... I know it's just Beast versus the Lizard. I was going to say, wait, 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 wait. Do you mean the, uh, the the new name for KG Beast? Or do you mean no. Hank McCoy? Hank McCoy. Uh, perhaps you shouldn't say <laughs> the in front of him. You're right. Not, not create confusion for our listeners. Who's who? Beast. <laughs> X-Men's who? Beast. Beast ah, or fuck. lizard? Okay. I... <laughs> Who would win in a fight? Beast versus the lizard. Uh, I mean, Beast. 
Because, I mean, it's ultra agile. Like, well, isn't the and he's also like, super smart in addition to being ultra agile. The lizard can, like, heal and is still pretty quick. Well, he's quick and he's agile, but he's not, like, literally, beast power is that he's agile as fuck. Like, he's basically, like, the peak of agility, plus he's super intelligent. And whereas, about slightly like, strong. The lizard is just, like, a big-ass lizard. Like, <laughs> just aggression? He, 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 he doesn't keep Kurt Connor's intellect when he's the lizard, so, True. like... But didn't they do that a little bit once? I mean, they played with it here, and, like, they did, like, dance loft run a little bit, oh, but, like, okay. and it's, I mean, I'm sure it's popped up before that I don't remember, but, yeah, I mean, but still, like, I would definitely say Hank McCoy. <sighs> Hank McCoy. Neil McCoy. He's a great country no. singer. Uh, who would win in a... F- Although, hold on, can I just say this really quick? Mom, I love my mom, with you know all of my being but her and my dad are both a little silly on the republican train and uh i hate saying that not because of the term but just like it's it's just dumb anyways she watches she follows neil mccoy on facebook and every morning he's he goes does a live video of him saying the pledge of allegiance and my mom's like <laughs> my mom's just like oh yeah i watched that they should be doing every time it happens they sh- they should never take that out of schools i hope that stays forever like mom just uh, just yeah uh, stop it but she doesn't stop it because she thinks he's handsome <laughs> yeah no i didn't even stand pledge of allegiance like for like i, any of high I stopped in like seventh grade or yeah. something i was like why why yeah. do i have to because my buddy was sitting down one time because he forgot and he didn't get in trouble so we're like we're just gonna sit down like i'm, I'm not gonna yeah. pledge my allegiance to anyone I, i'm not old enough to know what i want to pledge exactly. my allegiance to exactly. screw this i'm not doing this exactly. um yeah that's why it's bullshit anyways not to let's slide off that train uh who would win in a fight final? We've done something very similar, and I don't remember the outcome. Daredevil versus Nightwing. I'm pretty sure I mean, I've put Daredevil up against every member of the Bat family, so we're just kind of process of elimination. You here. haven't at all. You have not I, done, like, I don't think you've done, like, Daredevil, Daredevil versus Red Hood, have you? I, I was actually going to say, I think that Daredevil versus Hawkeye and Link, obviously. I remember doing those ones. Red. And you didn't do Daredevil versus uh, Red Robin, I don't think. Well, no, I haven't done Red, Hob- Red Robin at all you, in here. You haven't done Daredevil versus. Uh, oh crap! Oh, Damian that's probably good. Oh, you haven't done Daredevil versus Batgirl. You haven't done Daredevil versus uh, Bluebird. You haven't done Daredevil versus uh, Batwoman. Who the hell's Bluebird? Uh, Harper Row. Who the hell's Harper Row? <laughs> read a comic book. Kevin. I read some. I'm about to start Grant Morrison's <laughs> Batman Run when I'm done with Preacher. That's Scott Snyder. It was Scott Snyder creation. I'll tell you that. Much. Ah, sold. Yeah, that's all you had to say. Uh, I hope <laughs> Rainy gets. All I said. I'm excited to see what comics I get for Christmas because everyone that I want that I don't get, I'm immediately buying the next day on the internet. It's going to be complete <laughs> anarchy. Uh, okay, final one. Who who would win in a, in a fight? Daredevil versus Nightwing. I feel like Daredevil because I mean, yeah, I mean, Dick was trained by the guy who was trained by all the best, but at the same time, like. He, neither of them have the superpowers that Daredevil has. See, like, oh, Daredevil, hey, you know what? Thank yeah. you for saying that. Because I've gotten into, like, roughly five arguments lately about the fact that Daredevil does have superpowers. They're like, no, he well, doesn't. Thing, it, he on Netflix, enhanced... they play him down. Yeah, they do. They do. Even then, they play him down in a balling-ass way. He still fucking catches arrows two feet away from, two inches from his face. I don't think he actually catches an arrow, but he catches a lot of stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah, they still do it pretty well. I mean, I hate to say it, but the fucking... The movie actually did the yeah. vision scene of it 
in a way that yeah. I liked. I was like, yeah, you, you're right. Yeah, you would yeah. see all of that. And anyways, not the point. We're getting distracted. Um, <laughs> I definitely love that Daredevil has superpowers, and I don't think any non-enhanced or powered hero could take on Daredevil. That's just me. Like, I mean, of all the people who are just trained in some form or another, like the Bat family, like... Well, no, Batman could take, okay. take down Daredevil. We disagree like... there, but... I Oh, wait, no, no, I, I put stipulations when we disagreed. I said specifically hand-to-hand combat. I think Daredevil would win, but uh, obviously no one can beat... I mean, virtually no one can beat Batman when there's enough thought process putting into it. Uh because they're DC versus Marvel, so technically Batman would have. Plus, no... also he's the master strategist. So yeah, yeah, like... he's, he's perfect. So it's like it's like uh, Daredevil versus Captain America. I think we've done before on there. I still give it to Daredevil, even though Captain America is the stronger slash probably better planner. I mean, again, I mean, I'm not saying it wouldn't be Daredevil. I'm just saying in the case of like whether it's Batman versus anybody, you just you bet on Batman. You, you just do that. You bet That's on Batman. Do. I do want to... I still want to write that I story. should make buttons. Bet on Batman. <laughs> <laughs> bet on Black Man. No, that's racist. Don't say that. <laughs> Although I think there was Blank Man I'm thinking of. The, <laughs> yes, the, the Wayne Brothers thing. That's Blank But you did man. make it very racist. Good job. Good job, buddy. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm just saying it's, it's a common misconception. I was just going off no, the memory there. That's all I was doing. Uh, don't hate because you ain't. All right. Final thoughts. Do you have anything you want to talk about before? Oh my god, my brightness is all the way gone in the night. Uh, anything you want to talk about before I talk about something, or if I have anything to talk about? I mean, go ahead, and if I have anything, I'll spark it. Okay, cool. I wanted to tell you about the magic draft I went to. Oh, Jesus. No, no, it was so cool. Okay, so I've done this like three times now, and people take it absurdly seriously, as I'm sure you're well aware. Like, it's, Oh, yes, I know. It's crazy. But anyways, um, it's every week there's a draft, you get three... 10 bucks, a pack's usually 4 bucks, so you're saving $2. Woo-woo. Um, you get three packs put in front of you, you open the pack, take a card of your choice, and hand the pack to the to your left. Goes all the way around. Second pack, open it up, hand to your right, goes all the way around until there's no cards left, and uh, rinse and repeat. Uh, everyone opens the pack at the same time, I should, I should say, because otherwise one at a time would be absolutely insane. Um, so some people will go to these, and they will specifically fish out the rare cards. Because magic is like a fucking stock exchange. The day the packs come out, the the values on the cards come out, and the people are memorizing them so that way when they go to these sort of events, they can just take the cards that are worth money. So dumb. Completely devalues the game to me, but that's not the point. Well, I mean, technically it, it, it increases the value. That's not... So anyways, the perfect thing about this draft was it was a set they haven't done in like 15 years called Unstable, where it was all joke cards. Just absurd nonsense rules you didn't have to be good at the game to play this i mean it helped i lost a bunch but uh like for example the most valuable things in the entire pack were lands which are not worth anything because there's a million of them uh but what people will do at these drafts is they'll pick the most valuable ones and just bounce they won't even play afterwards uh because there's usually tournaments and whatnot so this one everyone stayed and played great tons of people some of the cards fucking so one of them for example uh, while I was playing is you have the minute you play this card you have 30 seconds to gain as many high fives as you can for every for each one you do you gain one life it's the most broken card in the world I was two seconds away from losing the game I cast that down and got 15 life and the dude was pissed because he didn't know that card was in the set um, another one called uh, two for one or something like that you pick a random person in the room and they become your partner you give them half your deck and half your cards and then it's two against one, and you're basically guaranteed to win. Um, 
but this whole set was i'm not good at magic i, I don't really want to get into it super aggressively to the point where i'm can you be good at magic i mean i dude it's really about the deck you have i presume so yes you can go online and look up um like which decks are better for this like there's different strategies like one's called milling where you get them to throw cards in the graveyard and when you run out of cards you lose so in that in that deck there's never a fuck no damage gets actually done in theory you could never put put a single card down on your side and lose in a few turns because of these weird effects but there's all that kind of stuff the where it comes into play is knowing when the abilities stack so like my buddy jake was playing against me for fun we were just kind of like on the at my house at the table and he played this one card that made it so i couldn't block and before his attack went through, he played this other card that doubled the damage. And I was like, fuck, I'm going to counter that. Before I could put down my counter, one of his characters had a tap ability that made it so no spells could be played. Like, it's the weirdest... If you just had those cards in your hand, you'd just be like, okay, I'm going to attack you with this guy that I beat, you know, like buffed up to be stronger. And you're like, okay, cool, that was fine. But he knew the exact order that these three things need to go in so that no matter what, I take the hit. Like, it's that kind of stuff that, even with a good deck, you won't do properly. And I don't understand the rules fully, so I get lost all over the dang place. I mean, I have no idea. Like, literally, the only fucking... Like, when Magic was a thing, there was, like, a Star Wars, like, spinoff that I played, and there was one that, like, they did Marvel in DC, where it was like, Overpower, <laughs> like, awesome. the name of it was. Um... But even then, it was more just for the sake of collecting them than for, like, actually playing. Like, it was just, like... Yeah. Like, Star Wars I actually played, but that's because I made, like, a Bounty Hunter deck, and it was kind of cool. But, like, because I love me some Bounty Hunters. Who doesn't? Um, but, yeah, like... Well, that's I the thing... The that's the thing that I don't get about Magic. You can't necessarily collect. Like, you can build yeah. these really nice decks, and I guess, in theory, that is your collection. You can have a ton of cards... But every goddamn three months is a new set. The values on the cards change every day, so your collection is... If you want to personally co collect, A, you'll have to spend a million dollars just to gain back the cards that have been going for the past 30 years because they don't reprint stuff very often. And even if they did, that, you know, reprints. You know how I am with comics and reprints, and, and I'm, like, in the middle of do I get the new one or do I get the original or whatever. Um, so that's impossible. It's never-ending, so your collection... Which, it's cool to have a collection that never ends. I mean, there's lots of them out there. But this is one that's disgusting. It's not like, hey, I can collect Batman forever because people will write the story. It's like, hey, I have to seek out 3,000 cards of varying rarities every year just to try to have them. And then the ones that are worth so much that I just give up on, it's like, well, then you're not really, you don't really have a full collection. You're just, you're just getting cool things. Like, you think it's cool, so you're just taking them. That's not by definition like a full-on collection i don't know it's a mess i'm never gonna collect it but that was incredibly fun because it it was nonsense and I, I thrive on that i mean i believe that about you but yeah i have i've never I, I i've watched people play but i just never gave a shit like it's just like when i used to work, go to comic depot and there was like fucking tournaments and everything and people would be like freaking the fuck out i'm just like honestly motherfuckers like it's just like when like it's like when i hear people like because like there's a bunch of people at work who play and they're all people i like um, it's like they and they play D and D every week. Uh, and I have like, a bunch me, of friends who do that. I'm saying like me, who's like covered in comic tattoos, like tons of comics, like blah blah. blah. It's like the second people talk about like D and D or magic, I turn into like ogre from Vent the Nerds. I'm just like nerds. <laughs> like, it's just like 
I have zero interest, but like, and I think it's stupid as fuck. But like, I have. I guess. So my my buddy kind of got me today at work. Uh, we were talking about uh, life, love, and the pursuit of happiness, and uh, we got into a topic where I I don't find myself as creative at all. Um, I'm not. The only thing I feel creative about is creating like story outlines, which we've talked about over and over again. Like I'm not a good writer, so I can't. In that form of creativity, I can't take it there. Um, but anyways, the point is, we were going, going, I was talking about all this stuff. I've tried a lot of different things. I've tried to learn instruments. I've tried to paint, sculpt, draw. I've tried to create music and sing it. I'm not good at these things. So he was like, uh, you know, creativity takes all these different forms. Anyways, it got to the point where he's decided to play a role-playing game uh, through, our, through our chat. So I started with a super basic premise. There's this material that you've discovered, you've created, um... That's a steel that is super durable and insulated and all this fun stuff. You know, like a super metal. Cool. And you patent it and it's yours. What do you do? And then every time I would say something that I would do, like, for example, I said, you know, if this really is really well insulated and sturdy, I would use it for housing in places that are, like, you know, earthquake prone. So they're destroying buildings or tornadoes or stuff like that. Like, this would be solid housing for the families that need it. Uh, So he's like, cool you know how would you would you patent it or just make it available to everyone i said i'd patent it so on and so forth and it built into this entire day-long game it's basically D, but single player where i was just creating this world and he was playing my dungeon master my game master um by always coming up with a challenge in your way so to that degree i was sold but i've actually tried D and the silly voices and the you know, spells and all this stuff I couldn't get into. I, I couldn't. I tried. I wanted it. When I was a little, when I was a little kid, I really wanted to play. Cause like my uh, my best friend when I was like from when I was like five to when I was like probably like twelve. Um, his his older brother had like a bunch of like the dungeon manuals and all that shit. Um, and we looked through like we looked at like the pictures and like oh my god like this looks oh, fucking it, amazing. Oh blah, man, blah. the characters look cool and these demons and dragons and all this cool shit. Yeah, and then I got played one time, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm not into this at all. This is really unpleasant. <laughs> this isn't <laughs> like, working for me. That was like my friend, yeah, no. my best friend Frankie at work is a hardcore Harry Potter fan, and she had the nerve to call me a nerd. And I was like, bitch, you go to sleep with your fucking Hufflepuff robes on. Like, you can't call me a nerd. And also, Hufflepuff is the lamest. I don't know why she chose so Hufflepuff. It's what she, it's her. I'm, Gr- I'm Gryffindor, you're Slytherin. We all know who we are. She, at least, she knows her place. Uh... And I just don't, I don't, I don't get it. I, I, I'm openly a nerd, and I judge other people as well. Like, I judge, the one thing I do judge, World of Warcraft. I don't know why. That's, like, my line, which is not as bad as most other things, and I'm still like, nope, that's nerdy as hell. Not interested. No, I don't give a shit about World of Warcraft, but, like, I don't really care if people play it. I'm like, to me, it's different than any other fucking game. Just, like, whatever. Like, yeah. have fun. I don't give a fuck. Well, I don't give a fuck. The problem, the thing that I have issues with is when, and this is with any games, this is with people who, like, aggressively seek out ranks in Call of Duty and people who, like, aggressively seek that one outfit on Overwatch and all this stupid shit. When it becomes a job, it's stupid as hell. And these people on Warcraft, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a full-time job. Like, it's... Yeah, I, but at the same time, like, if you, if you can make that argument that, like, you try and track down, like, every issue of Preacher, like, that's not any different. That is like, a job. Really I fully admit that that's a job, and I am still really into that, and I want it so bad. And one day, 
Oh, did I tell you that? A, yeah, I did. The boss of mine, Doug, the guy who was at Comic Con, the older man, he's had one through seventy-seven. Is it a preacher with all the extra stuff? I think it's something like that. Yeah, yeah. All the issues. He had them all. Yeah. Twice, and sold them both times. And I was furious. I was like, are you kidding me? Are you freaking kidding me? The most recent time he sold it was like three years ago. I was close. I should have moved sooner. Uh, actually, I don't think three years ago I had read Preacher yet, so it wouldn't have mattered to me. But the, it wouldn't have I, mattered. I, it's still, that's true. My buddy points it out all the time that like my, my buddy being you, points it out all the time that my obsession <laughs> with hunting down these comics instead of just kind of buying them on Amazon because they're there is stupid. But I don't care. It's the thrill of the chase. I mean, I don't have that, but I mean, whatever. Like, I got it. I got, I got it bad too. And and I just there's so many. I really want to read All Star Superman too. And I'm like two seconds away from buying that. Uh, I'm not gonna. Don't buy that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna buy that. I want to read Arkham Asylum. I want to read. There's a Flashpoint. I still haven't fucking read. Uh, there's so many. All of Scott Snyder's Batman. That's not Endgame and uh, Death of the Family. I want to read. There's so many comics out there. I want to buy, and I'm just like. It's all right, man. Just it, it'll happen. I want it to happen right now, but it'll happen. I want to read Saga. I want to read Chew. Like, uh, I don't have money, Patrick. I need money. Which last topic of the day, maybe, is how does one become a radio show host? Uh, well, first you travel back to the 1980s, and people gave a shit about radio shows. Fair. Um, and then actually, I guess even further back. Uh, if we go back to like when there was actually when there wasn't TV yet, so like first you travel back. What to were the they called? The talkie boxes or something? <laughs> Talk box radio. Yeah, but they have a like uh, a, a silly name for it, and I don't remember. Oh no, the TVs were called picture boxes. That's what I'm sure. Whatever thinking of. Um, but no, like so yes. Yeah, so if you travel back in time, we will give a shit about the radio, uh, and then you work from there. I tur- first you have to travel back in time because right now. Nobody gives a fuck. Well, like, that's like, my thought process. Podcasts are way cooler. It's like, it's like the whole thing is like, you're basically like the guy in the age of comic books. It's like, I want to get my comic strip into that fucking paper. Like, yep. it's like, first of all, papers are dead. Second of all, comic strips are dead. Nope. So focus on now, Kevin. <laughs> no, live in the past. Well, the reason why I asked that was I was listening to the radio on my way home. And Nobody listens to the radio, Kevin. You're lying. I, I did because I listened to my Nightmare Before Christmas soundtrack too much. Uh so I put on the radio, and it was like a standard station, like 98 point something. Anyways, they play um, a bunch of classic rock. And it was like five minutes of this guy just telling you that Muslims need to be interviewed, all of them in New York City, because did you hear about the bombing? Yes, but also, uh, do you understand now that the reason that th- those people still exist is because the massive corporations that own the radio stations want that message I, out? I guess, you know what, I'll side with you there, but I, I didn't understand how this man was able to hold a job because he he was talking about this was um a few years like a a year or two ago uh the nypd actually had an entire force just for interviewing people in mosques regularly and spying on them and checking the people who go in and out and then following not following but you know looking up on the people that are there yada yada well bunch of lawsuits and now they're not allowed to do that and this guy spent five minutes saying it should be a step farther where all of these people have to apply through new york to go to mosques and to practice their religions and shit like that. I was like, how do yeah, you it's, have it's, a it's job? It's as if the, the constitutions as you should have freedom of religion. Well, fuck the like... constitutions. It's not like normal people deserve any of that at all. 
It's like, no. yeah, you know what? I think you're a piece of shit as well, and there's plenty of people who have done piece of shit things in the name of whatever you fucking believe in, like super, most super recently that white kid who went and shot up the church. Uh, yep. You know, fuck you. But you know what? Come sit down and apply for your job. Also, you know what? Yeah. I know how you enjoy going to McDonald's. Every every white American who goes to McDonald's has to sit down with a government agency just to make sure that they're able to practice their shitty eating habits. No, fuck you. Oh, God. I didn't get... I wasn't so mad at the political stance. I was so mad that he was able to make a living out of it. Like, I don't care about your political stance in that respect as far as, like, yes, if everyone thought the same way, life would suck, and it would, it would be awful. But... The fact that you're making money off of this is where I'm drawing the line. I don't get it. Well, yeah, but if you don't listen to it, then they're not making money. Like, eventually, like, if there's no listeners, eventually there's no... True. There's no reason them like... If, you, if something doesn't make money, then something, like, stops getting... Like, it just stops happening. Yeah. It's why, like, you try to boycott things to, like, make your voice heard. Because, in the end, that's what corporations listen to. No. Like, I don't like it. Not a fan. I agree. Which is what Ben kept fucking hitting me with. So he kept bringing up scenarios in our game today where he's like, all right, well, uh, when so for example, one of my houses caught on fire and uh, they a uh, couple people weren't able to escape and they're blaming it on your structure, like on the on the way you, your yeah. company built it. What are you going to do? And I had to like fucking PR my way out of this. And like, <laughs> it was awesome, but it was also f- so frustrating. Um and it opened up my eyes to those type of games. It was it was it was cool. I recommend giving that kind of shit a try, even though you'll never have an opportunity for it. But on the off chance you work with me at any point in time, and Ben, and we have a way of communicating with each other via the computer at any given point in time, then I will make sure you are able to walk through that. It's very specific. <laughs> well, I'm just it's it's a it's a very long shot, but I've got hopes that eventually we will make money for podcasting and i can afford to live next to you so we don't have to record over the internet and ben use like a like two cups and string (laughs) yeah exactly and oh i should mention that ben is actually a professional origami artist yeah you mentioned yes yes so he is creative as fuck he had everything the man you would hate him he is a pun machine we literally spent an entire hour just making barnyard puns back and forth. Oh, Jesus we were be- And we were not being sheepish at all. We just, you know... Okay, I'm going to hang up the everything phone, Everything went... I, got, I could use a bunch of them. But that's what we did for like an hour, and that's the kind of guy he is, and it was great. Uh, but otherwise... I'm all set. You all set? Yes, I'm all set. Okay, this has been Men of the Machine. I am Kevin. Yeah, I'm Pat. And happy holidays, and thanks for listening.